Hi, this is Donna Otto, and we are Modern Homemakers. And we're so glad to be with you at this time of the year. We're going to uh, take a break from our welcome prayer just for this month of celebration because we're going to have lots of prayers and lots of different voices during the month of December. Through the years, I've often talked about the voices of Christmas, probably because they've been significant to me, the voice of Joseph and Mary, the voice of the shepherds, and all the leading men and women of this account of the birth of Christ. So we're going to have voices like we've been doing all fall of people who are part and parcel of Modern Homemakers. Modern Homemakers has been around for a lot of years. Before we were Modern Homemakers, we were homemakers by choice. And through these years, we have always taken a time to set apart the difference between the celebration of the universe for Christ's birth done with as small things as coal in your stocking to the most grandiose Santa Clauses and Christmas gifts from Neiman Marcus that you have ever seen in your life. And we think those are lovely traditions. There's a book, Is There Really a Santa? Is Santa Claus for Real? That's the title of the book. And I want to say to you, Santa Claus is not for real, but Santa Claus is a part of our culture. So if you're struggling theologically about how do you teach small children about worshiping Jesus and celebrating Santa Claus, our strong recommendation is if there's a Mickey Mouse, there's a Santa Claus. And let your children embrace that like you would Disneyland. But let it be the center of your home that this is a time to set apart some time to remember to speak of, to look at the account of Christ's birth. And that comes in the form of Advent. And now when Homemakers by Choice first got started, Advent was not a popular word in Protestant church circles. It was a word set aside for liturgical churches, Roman Catholic, Episcopalian, Lutherans, they did a lot of Advent celebrating. But in my heritage, I had had such a hodgepodge that the notion of taking the days before Christmas to make Christ the center came about in my own private practices of celebrating Advent. I read many daily readings that brought me closer to each of the sequences found beginning in Luke chapter 2. And then I came across at a fair one day a tapered candle. And many of you are nodding your head right now because this is the first year, 2019, that Homemakers has not offered a taper candle with the numbers 1 through 25 as an Advent token to help our children light the candle, burn it out, and wait for the birth of Christ. We don't have the candle anymore because they're not making it anymore, and we couldn't find one like it. But I want to encourage you to continue the tradition 
just take a candle mark it off with a magic marker and burn it down you have lots of readings that we've provided and many of them are still on our website we also have the home for christmas video audio it's a three plus hour program that i have done for years and last year we taped and recorded it so it could be available to all of you around the world buy it gather a few girls together people together and look at ways to celebrate 2019 birth of christ in a different way the next few weeks you're going to hear different voices reading a variety of things that we hope will be a blessing to you not a teaching not something to burden you of oh no one more thing i'd like to do just a reading spoken through the lips of men and women who love God first, who celebrate the birth of Christ in a serious way, and who have loved homemakers for decades, contributed time and money and sacrifices in all sorts of ways. So you're going to hear their voices. You'll hear my voice first introducing them, and then you'll hear them reading something that I have chosen for your pleasure, for your rest for your opportunity to get in the car when the traffic is crazy and the gift list is undone to just calm yourself and hear these notions about the celebration of his birthday today i want to spend the rest of my time talking about advent and the advent wreath what is an advent wreath what do you need to have well i call it a ceremony of the advent wreath and yes there is a little preparation remember i said december so i'm sneaking this little teaching in on november 29th okay a few things to do if you don't own one get an advent wreath you can order them online very inexpensively and then you'll get a set of candles to go with it it lasts for four weeks and it begins Sunday, December 1st, which is just a couple of days away. It's okay, Amazon will send it to you overnight. A wreath is a circle that holds four candles and it's done once a week on the Sunday, any time of the day, in the morning, in the afternoon, at night before your dinner. It takes just about 15 minutes. And what I'd like to do this year, my voice, will be on the Friday before the Sunday celebration today. I'd like to read to you a fraction, a paragraph or two about why this candle. What is this candle called? What is the name of the first candle, the second candle, the third candle, and the fourth candle? Prophecy candle. Bethlehem candle. Shepherd candle angel's candle and i will read just a brief sentence or two and then a portion of god's word that will encourage you to look to that passage of scripture throughout the week i think often we talk about the crash and we wonder what is a crash and how did it get its name the crash is literally just a crib it's the crib and it's believed to have had its origins in St. Francis of Assisi. And he was concerned because the people seemed to not truly understand what the birth of Christ was like or to fully appreciate the surroundings around it. Huh, I am not original because this began in 1200 when he put together, Francis put together all of the components 
of the Christmas account. And the crash was, of course, the beginning. Maybe you don't have a crash. Maybe you have a shoebox. I love some of the stories I've heard through the years. I remember one young girl put together a Barbie and Ken doll and put them both in the crash. Why two? I don't know. Why Barbie not? Just Ken, what was Barbie the mother? It didn't matter. It was a little girl who wanted to build the crash. Babies of all sorts have been put in large containers and small containers to make what is a crash at your house. One of the things we encourage you to do is make something that looks like a crash, a crib, um, two pieces of cardboard painted and glued together, and then some pieces of straw in it. Don't put the baby in it until Christmas Eve. But start by having some tokens of the celebration in front of you that will remind your children and family of the Christmas celebration and the birth of Christ. So my reading for you today is the prophecy candle, and it is the first of the four candles. The Anvit wreath, as I said, was introduced to Christian communities during Martin Luther's time during the Reformation. It was designed again, as Francis did. Do we all need a redirecting from time to time to redirect the people's attention to the world that Christmas was really about Christ's birth? We're not the first culture who has let gone out of balance with celebrations that don't include the birth of Christ. Today, the wreath continues to symbolize the significance of the Christmas message. So in the morning of the first candle or night, whenever you're choosing to light it, will you light the candle, the prophecy or the expectation candle, which symbolizes the long years of waiting spoken by the prophets of a coming Messiah. And the passage is Matthew 1, 18 through 25. This is how the birth of Christ came about. His mother, Mary, was pledged to be married to Joseph. But before they came together, she was found to be with child through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was a righteous man and did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will be with child, give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. But he had no union with her until she gave birth to a son, and he gave him the name Jesus. Matthew chapter 1, verses 18 through 25. So light your candle, the first of four candles, the prophecy or expectation candle. Read this passage of scripture and maybe have a discussion about things we've expected and how long sometimes we wait before we see what is expected. This is Modern Homemakers and I'm Donna Otto.
Remember, the common begin and the uncommon finish. Go out and make it a very uncommon day of celebrating Advent.